0: You gotta believe when when people are making songs this good You know they're in the studio like, dude, this is this is gonna be fucking huge yeah. I can't believe we made
1: this. Or they like cranked it out in like 15 minutes and they're like, ah, oh, that was okay Let's work on the other great one though right.
0: That's kind of how uh, apparently Sweet Child of Mine was written in like 10 minutes
1: I believe it, dude
0: I believe it too This is an easy lover, that's an easy song that's easy one song. of the most legendary songs, not this one. This song is unfortunately not as legendary as one would hope. I feel like it should be like a American staple hold.
1: Yeah, because like you originally put it on and I was like, I think I've heard this song before and it's good, but I've never like put it on a playlist or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it, I think it should be on the level of like, don't stop believing, although it's not really an anthem, you know? yeah and don't stop believing isn't like insulting anyone yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's
1: slut shaming
0: just a small tail slut
1: (laughs) oh shit (laughs) what an anthem
0: yeah that's a great fucking tune live from the studio i'm jimmy celeski i'm eric glazer we're giving you song facts here not live on twitch who could have predicted and i mean who could have predicted that it was gonna be uh difficult to stream ten eighty p high definition video on a droid in a garage mobile hotspot that's yeah. uh
1: and like <laughs> just doing the test right before we go live, <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> who could have imagined I even had to bring uh i thought i thought I broke my keyboard today because mm-hmm. um, I like to drink dunkin donuts apparently directly on top of it i use my keyboard as a coaster
1: well your keyboard needs a coffee too <laughs> it's groggy in the
0: morning it needs to wake up and uh so then i guess i got some water in the keys i guess and uh i would press one letter and it would press like seven letters so okay. i pressed like oh and it was like oh like, blah, blah, blah. and i'd have to like i was like and i needed to type something so i'm literally sitting there just like E and then deleting backspacing P six more letters and I was like God damn it now I got to order another keyboard with At any this
1: point where you're like let me turn it upside down and get this water out <laughs> no so I've done that before for keyboards did it work if you do it quick enough you'll just yeah you can knock out the water well
0: it works now
1: okay that's yeah, probably the, dried out yeah that's <laughs> one of the benefits
0: of having a 480 degree studio is evaporation happens quick
1: yeah the studio is like a kiln yeah in the summer but I also it's already fired off every week ordered it so. I,
0: I think it's time. If anybody could, it's time. Can, we, can we show
1: this key? This keyboard you is, can if you want. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> this keyboard is gross. It is missing a key. Technically,
0: it is missing a key. Um, you probably can't get the full gist, but it, it was supposed to be white keys. Yeah, what, I got. I didn't order a sludge colored. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> look good. And it, to be honest, it's not really that old. I mean, it's like maybe like two years old. Really, but it's like, got to be older than that. Maybe three. But this isn't the original that studio key's keyboard.
1: Been broken for a while mm-hmm.
0: i think time uh flies fast i mean it's probably four years old
1: mm-hmm. but so you gotta put in those two extra pandemic years that everyone keeps forgetting yeah about. i forgot about those i forgot about them too
0: 2020 and 2021 did happen they so happen, this is a four-year-old keyboard uh and my dirtbag self i was like as soon as i realized it worked i was like great i'll log in and cancel the order and i go on to amazon I'm like Looking at the key, I'm like sludging my way through the keys. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not canceling. I'm ordering a new fucking keyboard. Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, let yourself have that one. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, you got to do it. It's a write-off too. It's a business expense. I'm writing off everything these days. Monsters. I write off my shoes as a business expense. You I want might
1: as I, well, dude. It's part of your outfit on stage.
0: Yeah, it is, and everything else.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it just so happens that you're just so conscious of. All the issues with child labor, mm-hmm. making shoes. Mm-hmm. You don't want to support that business. You don't want to have to buy more than you actually need. Yeah,
0: I only i only make Indonesian children make me one pair of shoes every two years. Exactly. I'm very kind when it comes to that. I'm a, a benevolent person when it comes to that. Uh, but more importantly, we just had a 4th of July weekend just passed... I saw you for a brief moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we crossed paths at the Legion, at the, the American le- Legion in Towson.
0: Yeah, that it always ends earlier than I think. Yeah. I don't think I've ever shown up there on time.
1: No, me neither. But also like this was I think the first year back, like they they didn't have it the last 2 years. Or I guess last year, no. Mm-hmm. No, it would be last 2 years. Yeah, yeah, it didn't happen the last 2 years. Um So it was honestly like way less packed than I thought it was going to be. Like when you guys got there, we had only been there for like 15, 20 minutes. But like, say only like 10% of the room was full.
0: Do they, I mean, how do they afford, is that open to the public or, or do they just like.
1: Yeah, it's open to anyone.
0: So anyone can just go to the American Legion and get free beers and hot dogs.
1: Yeah, that's why it like got so packed. Because like just word spread naturally over the years that it's like okay if you're going to the parade just walk down the street and get a free hot dog and beer
0: and then the legion got overwhelmed by the amount of people so they planned created covid the pandemic. <laughs> they created the, who had the most to gain the American Legion dude they Post were like nine we have to get it's this one of the out. oldest
1: American Legion posts in America. <laughs>
0: They're in there with like I always I always kind of wished that the Amer- that like the, the American it be Legion post was two. I forget
1: what it is. It's it's in the single digits. So I know digit that. So I
0: think Hamden might be slightly older. It might. be. I'm pretty sure because I feel like Hamden's like post zero or something, yeah. which is weird because all across America, I guess like American Legion must have started here. Yeah. I guess I just sure. kind of wish American Legion was more like the um. Like the knights of like one of those like secret secret societies. Yeah, you wish it was cooler. I wish it was like I wish too. You know, I wish there was more Illuminati stuff going on at the American Legion. No, it's just
1: like literally a raffle for a shotgun every other month (laughs) and very cheap beers at the bar.
0: It's like I'm expecting to go in and everybody's like in like cloaks and robes praying to a big owl statue. It's not happening at the American Legion. Usually
1: people are in kilts. That's and true fucking bagpipe routines at the Legion for some reason. That,
0: yeah, that is another that is that could be Illuminati related because I can't explain why somehow kilts and bagpipes have become synonymous with
1: Fourth of July.
0: Fourth of July.
1: Yeah, what do the fucking Scots have to do with any of that? I have no fucking clue. I have no clue.
0: But uh, I'm I'm just astonished every year, not just at the fact that the American Legion is literally not part of the Illuminati. <laughs> but more so at how early the Fourth of July parade is, I every year it shocks me.
1: Yeah, it's like 9: 30 or 10.
0: Why would it be that early? What is the what is the drawback of making the parade at like noon?
1: I mean, it's definitely got to do with like shutting down those roads. like they don't want to have them shut down when people might be drinking and driving because <laughs> then they'll true. just go into the parade. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> just see a fucking black Altima coming up behind the fucking Morgan <laughs> state steppers. Yeah. You're like, Come on. Yeah, move I was it.
0: I was gonna say they should have the American Legion as a, instead of being a post-game, a pre-game for the parade. <laughs> so just free beers Breakfast for the just en- Dogs. <laughs> yeah, free beers for the entire city of Towson. And then we had the parade. And then we forget to block the roads. <laughs> and I'm just inadvertently trying to drive to the studio behind like a fucking middle school marching band. <laughs> Get out of the road! <laughs> There's like bad bagpipers behind me. Come on, guys. What is going on here? <laughs> but, yeah, Fourth of July, always a fun holiday. Uh, very, very unifying. i'm always I'm always happy to see like that. you know, Memorial Day is a is a holiday, but it's not it's not a top tier one. Same with Labor Day, but Fourth of July is like that is like the the American Day. Yeah, you know,
1: and I—it's also one of the only holidays where it's like—I don't know—it's like one of the it's like a holiday for us winning. You know (laughs) what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's always going to be a celebration. Like Memorial Day, if you were to celebrate Memorial Day, that would be sad as shit. Yeah, you'd be like in a graveyard, just Mm -hmm. like saluting. Like, tombstones? Like, what the fuck? Like, how would you celebrate Memorial Day? Leaving cheeseburgers on graves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tailgating a fucking wake. Like, (laughs) what the fuck?
0: What's funny about the 4th of July is I don't... It's not even... To my knowledge, it's not even the day we won the Revolutionary War. It's just the day we wrote the deck we signed the declaration of independence yeah. so it's not even a celebration of us winning it's a celebration of us starting shit true like we were just sitting in there and then i often wonder about this too you got to believe that like somewhere down the line it was in somebody's mind like 4th of july sounds right mm-hmm. it sounds like a day you want to celebrate yeah you know and like was maybe that why they were uh Sitting there like on that day, like for, for, cause for weeks they're deliberating, you know, they're sitting there, they're like, should we sign it? I don't know, dude, the British, they got a lot of ships, dude. Like, do we really want to start shit? And then all the other guys are like, fuck the British, dude, fuck them. And it's like July 2nd and everybody's like, I don't know, dude. And then, and then they're like, all right, we'll sign it. But like, are we really, we, I'm not going to celebrate the 7th of July. We got to sign it today. This sounds good. The 4th of July. You it's know? just
1: funny to think about the Declaration of Independence being like the first one of those like Change dot org things. Yeah. <laughs> like, we want to be rid of British rule. If we can get ten thousand signatures by May sixth, yeah, I' to <laughs> be able to, like. That's literally what it was. Like, yeah, it was, and that's
0: <laughs> kind of what bugs me is like, were they like, were the founding fathers annoying? <laughs> like, were they annoying?
1: <laughs> yeah, probably, dude
0: i mean it's bad enough that they literally wore the wigs i can't i i still can't get over that like that we talk about like um several times in the podcast we've talked about like how things changed slower the further back in history like technologically speaking like oh like do you really think the year 1480 was that much different than the year 1500, like, for the average person, compared to, like, 1990 to 2010. Like, obviously, technologically speaking, drastically different, but when you look at the 1700s and everyone's wearing, like, fucking, like... Like, uh, fucking, like, ballerina jackets and white wigs, and then in the 1800s, they're like, dude, what if we just wore, like,
1: button-up T-shirts and, like, no wigs? Yeah, what if we stopped wearing the shit that made us smell so bad yeah <laughs> and start doing shit that makes us not smell. well they,
0: they didn't really take up showering until much later yeah that but was a late invention i think that the wigs were uh because they didn't shower i think it was because everyone was so fucking gross yeah that like no one wanted to see anybody's hair mm-hmm. and they, i remember i i, I vague I have a vague memory of going on like a little uh field trip in elementary school and went to like colonia williamsburg or something and they had this thing called like a muffle puff or something and it was literally just like a a a ball of potpourri on a stick that people would carry and whenever they'd pass each other in the street they just hold it up so they wouldn't smell each other (laughs) and i'm like you guys really go through a lot just to not shower like at that point you're carrying around an accessory
1: so is that like a how early was the plague did the plague hit the Americas at all? No.
0: I, the plague was... Uh, it was way before that, I, I guess. I think it was like the 1300s or 1400s, maybe going into the 1500s. Okay.
1: I was thinking like, maybe it's some weird like plague shit, because like, I know they would used to put like incense in their masks to yeah. try to not mm-hmm. catch shit, and it's like, no, you're just smelling the good bacteria. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if they were doing that. I don't think they understood germs.
1: But then again, it's no.
0: like... Did they not? Because they also understood that, like, if you came in contact with a person who had the plague, you'd get the plague. Like, they literally, during wars, would yeah. take people that died of the plague and catapult them into, like, enemy
1: cities so they would die of the plague. So yeah. they we got that. I think they understood that it could, like, pass by touch mm-hmm. just because, like, that's what most things, mm-hmm. like, that's how that happens. But I don't think they understood the airborne aspect of it.
0: Yeah. And 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 general, then also
1: probably them just being like, I bet it's the bad smell that makes them sick. So if I make the smell good, how can it hurt me? You know, I I I, I think not even joking, I'm That's pr- some like medieval thinking. I'm
0: pretty sure that's what they thought. Like yeah. unfunnily, unironically, they no, really yeah. did just think like, dude, it's a smell that gets you. So like if we could bring some like incense in here. I think we're probably good. Like, it is remarkable how much they didn't know. Like, germ theory, the theory of microbiotic uh, things that would infect you, was this hotly contested issue. It was not... It was like the... I remember reading... Or when I say reading, you know I mean watching YouTube. All right? Let's just get that (laughs) out of the way again. Um... I remember watching a video about the guy who was they call, like, the father of uh, sanitation. And he was this surgeon who uh, basically had this theory that the reason why, like, there were these, like, uh, hospitals in, like, France or England, wherever the hell he was from, I want to say France, that, like, had, like, a 50% success rate of even the most basic surgeries. And he was trying to figure out, like, dude, what the fuck, like why like somebody comes in and like we fucking like do like a little thing and then they die of infection like three to, like what's causing this mm-hmm. what is causing this so he had this theory he was like watching that like doctors would just they wouldn't even like rinse off the scalpel between patients oh like they God. they literally like no hand wash hand washing wasn't a thing yeah
1: and hand then, washing wasn't cool, it was, cool. <laughs> it was not cool it was not cool
0: It was like wearing a helmet while biking. It was like, what are you fucking... Come on, dude.
1: See, like the surgeon getting prepped for surgery and one of his assistants (laughs) washing his hands? Like, fucking nerd. (laughs) Come on, dude. He picks his ass, goes right in there. (laughs) Fucking democrat. Sorry to inform you, but your husband didn't make it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On the bright side, it was pretty cool that we didn't wash our hands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On the bright side, we didn't use any of that soap stuff. (laughs) So he's going to heaven. Don't you worry about that
0: here's some incense try not to get sick (laughs) but yeah dude so he was like all right dude like there's something going on here and like literally like they would lay people on the same table that still had like blood and shit from the last person and then like do cert commit surgery to them and uh he was like well i got an idea i'm gonna have all my fucking nurses and doctors at my hospital or whatever uh, wash their hands between every patient, and wash the instruments between every uh thing, and wash the tables and the surfaces, and they got up to like a ninety-five percent survival rate, and that was basically how he proved it to uh the uh what their I I'm assuming what their like World Health Organization would have been at the time, mm-hmm. and this is this is surprisingly late in the game. This we're not talking. 1300 right now yeah we're talking like 1890 or something ridiculous maybe maybe the early 1800s late 1700s but like surprisingly late in the game considering all the fucking genius things and crazy Yeah, like they had
1: invented surgery already <laughs> they, they, invented like, surgery. they figured out to be like well let's take this appendix out and they won't die or we can do a blood transfusion uh-huh. like all that stuff was easy all that I was like yeah this makes sense calculus We had calculus, gravity. Yeah, they figured out the solar system already. (laughs) Yeah, somehow
0: we knew that the Earth revolves around the sun. Yeah, (laughs) but we
1: couldn't quite put our fingers on washing our hands. (laughs) And I mean, how different is that from today?
0: It's not. (laughs) It's not that different. (laughs) It's not that different. And that's kind of what's funny about like I'm watching it, and like there's two takeaways uh and by two i mean one because that's the only one that i have
1: (laughs) i haven't finished watching the video
0: (laughs) (laughs) i believe there's probably a second takeaway if i finish the video but from my understanding just watching the way that like when he was pitching this and he was like look i'm showing you these stats like this is what's happening like your hospital every other fucking person that comes in is dying when they didn't even come in for like something that they would have even died of if they didn't go in And every patient that's coming into my hospital, not every one of them, but, like, a a
1: significant... Listen, I did forget to wash my hands a couple times.
0: (laughs) People were watching me. I felt insecure. I didn't want to look like a nerd. I was in a rush. And those people died. But other than that, like, these he's sitting there arguing, and people are pushing back. And the experts at the time, there was literally, like, the two competing theories were germ theory And, like, fucking, like, holy ghost theory. (laughs) Like, some type of, like, crazy, like, bad vibes. It was, like, literally, like, a scientist versus, like, an astrology chick. Yeah, well,
1: listen, a woman walked in the room and something must have happened. I'm pretty sure she was on her period and I think the blood contaminated his blood and
0: which doesn't matter as we know (laughs) that's not what i'm focused on what i'm saying is she had bad vibes she didn't smile she didn't (laughs) laugh at my jokes and i think that's kind of what turned the whole thing no so like they're debating and finally they give up and it's like you're looking at this and like the, the the tried and true uh rule across history is that That's why I can never get down with the whole experts, 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 because it's like if you go through history at every juncture, every new idea that has been introduced has been challenged wholeheartedly by the establishment, quote unquote, experts of the time all the way, not just in medicine, but if you look at the way they fucking treated Galileo when he was like, dude, I'm telling you, the sun is n- the earth is not the center of the universe. The sun is the center of the solar system. We revolve around the sun. And they like, and the other thing is how crazy they would get, like, if you like went against them. Like, they, I'm pretty sure they like wanted to kill him or like banished him for like saying that something because it like went against like the church's accepted theory of the universe or whatever. And it's like, the majority of people at any given point in history uh, are wrong. Oh, yeah. They're wrong. And that includes today. And that's the thing. It's like it, it, it's like when you go through time, just like we talk about generations and how we love, we, we are a fucking Gen Z bashing cast at this point, curmudgeonly, always talking shit. But like. Every generation thinks they're the generation that gets it right. Every generation thinks that they're the ones who, uh, like, you know, they're in school, they're smoking weed, they don't think their parents know they're smoking weed because they think that they invented smoking weed in the fucking bathroom at school. It's yeah. like people in the 70s and people in the 50s, and like, it's always been a thing, and it's like every generation, every time period, era through history, thinks that they're the ones that are like, oh, I know we've been wrong before, but now we got it, we get it. And it's like, no, dude, no. I don't even know what we're wrong about right now. That's the point. The point is considering that you could be wrong. That's the real takeaway here. So shouts out to that guy. Glad I don't remember his name. One of my (laughs) least favorite pet peeves of anyone is when they tell a story and they forget the most pertinent detail. Like they're like, dude, I went to this restaurant the other day. Had the most amazing crab cake, or the most unbelievable this, unbelievable that. Great location, perfect date spot. And you're like, oh shit, what was it called? Like, I don't remember. All right, dude, what was the point of story then? Just to brag. You're not going to, like, or like, oh, dude, I ran into somebody the other day. He said you guys, like, fucking went to high school together. He fucking loves you, dude. He's saying he wants to come out to your next show. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, he was fucking awesome, dude. We, like, drank beers all night, blah, blah, blah. I was chill as shit. Like, yeah, he told me to say what's up to you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, who was it? I don't remember. That's the most important detail.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, lead with that part if you know yeah, it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lead with "You're not gonna like this story," because then I'll <laughs> lower my expectations. I'm gonna tell you a whole bunch of shit. Prepare yourself for the next minute. None of this is
1: gonna matter. Yeah, I'm gonna Thank pump you. your ass up. <laughs> pump, 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 and then pump and dump. Pump and dump.
0: Pump and fucking dumping me, dude. Um, yeah. So, shouts out to that guy. I'm doing my least favorite thing. Uh, speaking of uh, Generation Z. Um, just quick touch upon that. Uh, I don't know if this is a Gen Z thing, but mm. uh, minions. There's a whole Manions. thing. There's a whole thing about this. Yeah. Have you
1: seen this stuff? Like oh, like the going to the theaters in your suits. And yeah, stuff? and like I yeah. saw
0: like one video where there was like a mosh pit to the movie in the theater, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to feel about this. I can't decide if it's cool or not.
1: I think it's like, it's somewhat cool, but it's also funny that like, I don't know, like good on who, whatever marketing team figured that one the fuck out. It's like, let's just figure out how to make teens in mass go buy $20 movie tickets. Yeah. Because if you think about it that way, you're like, damn, they're really getting some money. (laughs) They really are. They like pumped the fuck out of the box office for Minions.
0: I mean, that is a marketing marvel. One of the true modern Marvels is that minions has become so uh like it's like the quintessential like boomer meme when you see like a, like they people like do it as a joke because it's yeah. like so corny. Like that fucking it's almost to the level, it's beyond the level of like with the like Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian devil dressing like fucking like like fucking baggy jeans and stuff, and they're like, all my friends do this or something like that. Uh it's gotten to that point, yet somehow. They they crossed the the uh, event horizon, the critical mass.
1: Critical meme theory. Critical (laughs)
0: meme theory, where they have crossed into the realm of so bad it's good. And I'm not I'm not saying this as somebody. I'm not saying minions is bad uh, because I've never seen any of it.
1: Minions, Despicable Me, whatever. The Minions movie this weekend. Actually, did you wear suits? No, <laughs> not the one in the theaters, just the other one. because so we're like, let's watch it. Okay. Um, and like, I get it. The Minions are cuties. They're cute little guys. They're funny little fellas.
0: And they just go like, right? Something yeah. Like that. Oh, okay. we watched
1: it with subtitles and it's said, they are actually saying shit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> There's a whole plot to the movie. I thought it was just going to be them going like, like for an hour and a half. But they were saying some shit. And it made me me realize, like, damn, like if I watch this movie in the theaters, what would I? What would be the takeaway? Because like they don't, they don't speak in English. There's like sometimes like they'll say stuff in German or French, but like I don't know those languages. Really? Yeah, that's fascinating. I haven't seen. It's interesting. So in the Minions movie. They're like, it shows them all the way from like little tiny creatures in the ocean. following the guy is like a a fish will get eaten by a bigger fish. And then they start following that guy. Then they follow a guy onto land. And then they're like, oh, they're with Napoleon. And then they hid for a little bit. And they came back out in 1962.
0: (laughs) So it's kind of like Forrest Gump. Like they're just there for like all the important. They're there for all the important
1: moments in history except they went to hide in an ice cave oh. in Germany <laughs> during a certain time period. <laughs> really? Yeah. And they really just wanted to be like, the minions were not involved with Hitler whatsoever.
0: <laughs> not at all? They They're took a break?
1: in an ice cave, ice skating, until the yetis came and kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting
0: to be so intrigued by this plot line. Now I kind of want to watch it.
1: Is it's it- like a pretty good movie, honestly. Okay, okay. Well, who's Gru? Gru. So that's the Despicable Me guy. I don't think I've seen those movies. They're different than the Minions. So I think they they were first. I think Despicable Me was the first one, and that Steve Carell does the voice for that. Um, but in the movie, he's like a you know evil genius kind of character. Yeah. And the minions are his minions. Gotcha. Yeah. So then they got so big off of those movies, they got their own franchise. And now the sequel to the first Minions movie, the one that's out right now, is just like, uh, there's going to be like, it's going to be like in a textbook, like 20 years or 30 years from now, just being like, this is how we tricked Gen Z <laughs> into going to the Minions movie. <laughs>
0: It's 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 honestly, it really is. It's impressive that they managed to do that. Um, but also, now I'm learning that this is actually an interesting franchise. I didn't realize that it was so... I didn't realize this was like Avengers-level universes here.
1: Oh, uh, kind of, I guess. But I think I think just the characters, the minions, were just very popular. And then now they just, you know, they're figuring it out. They're trying to figure out how to capitalize on that. Well... In that case, hats off to Gen Z uh,
0: for cluttering my fucking Instagram timeline with videos of 18-year-olds in
1: suits. Yeah. Because then all those videos too are just like grassroots marketing Mm -hmm. for the Minions movie. Yeah, it is. If nothing else.
0: And one has to wonder, is it grassroots or is this a true example of, like we're saying, marketing genius? Because I've noticed this with ads lately where like and Alex has talked about this with the marketing tactics tactics has a weird connotation not like they're scheming but like just the way you go about marketing yeah uh, for McCormick that like when they're doing their TikTok, they go out of their way to make it not look like a commercial at all mm-hmm.
1: so they or don't like they can't be the first one to they can't start a trend, mm-hmm. like, or they could, but like for them, it's better to like get in on a trend early on instead of making it or like yeah. hopping on too late. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like other like tactics like that. Like yeah, people
0: sign. don't want to see like a high definition camera, uh, and like all this. Like they want to see something that looks like it was filmed on a phone by someone who's not being paid to push a product or a service or something and that's kind of like evident and like you'll see i'll be scrolling through my my tl and i'll see like a like a screen cap of like it'll be like a tweet like a picture of like a fucking like blender or something Mm -hmm. and then like it'll be like a quote retweet and then it'll be like omg where can i get this (laughs) And it's supposed to just look like an organic, like, oh, this is just a picture on Twitter and then somebody tweeted it and then they screen cap that and make that the ad. Yeah. Because that's what people respond to. For sure. They're like, ooh, this person liked it, you know?
1: Yeah, a real person wanted to get it. Whoa, I'm a real person. so I should
0: get this. <laughs> I should get this. I <laughs> <laughs> have so much in common with us other our per- person, both of us being real and all. It's, uh, it's, it, it. so I do wonder, it's like, was this like something that, is it Disney? Is it Pixar? I'm
1: getting it's Pixar. Uh, it's like Illumination or something. Okay. It's like a European animation studio.
0: Illumination. Illuminati. Mm. They got in on the grassroots. One of the
1: Minions has one eye just like on top of the pyramid, <laughs> just, dude, bro. Actually, oh my God. Actually, for real though? <laughs> dude, if you fold the $5 bill a certain way, it turns into a Minion. <laughs> <laughs> whoa
0: dude whoa dude yeah you think it was like somebody that was like sitting there like alright dude here's what we're gonna do we're gonna get like a bunch of kids to like dress up in suits and make that a thing and you know what I support it because I like the idea of, of suits being made cool again mm. you know I used to love that in high school like we would have a sporting event and we'd come to class like that day bef- during school in like suits and shit it just looked dope yeah and that was like a tradition at towson high school i'm not sure if that was a tradition everywhere i have a feeling it was but not everywhere yeah but i remember showing up to meets in fucking suits Mm -hmm. it was badass you know and like you know there's something classy there's something cool about like um Well, first of all, a bunch
1: of kids going through puberty in ill-fitting suits. Yes. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. It's so
0: cool. First of all, it's impossible to find clothes that fit you when you're in high school because every day you're a different size. Yeah. So nothing's ever going to fit. And then when you're an adult, it's still impossible because it's like, I never, like, even when we got measured for the wedding, I'm like, am I going to be the same size Two months from now. Probably yeah, not.
1: No, I wasn't. I mean, I
0: spent my entire summer trying to... Literally, I've tried to cheat the measuring system. Like, I was like, <laughs> all right. You're like <laughs>
1: sucking in
0: getting measured. Yeah. Like,
1: this is going to be bad for me <laughs> three months.
0: Yeah, I don't care about the comfort level. I just don't want a number I <laughs> yeah, don't like. I
1: don't want this guy to think I'm <laughs> fat.
0: <laughs> so, like, even with that, it's like... But, but at least when you're an adult, when your clothes stop fitting that's a good gauge of like, you know, you need to make a change, you know, because you don't have the, I'm going through a growth spurt thing anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I'm 30 years old. My pants stopped fitting. I'm like, I'm fucking
1: growing, dude. I'm a growing boy. Third
0: puberty, dude. (laughs) Third puberty is not a real thing, but second puberty is most certainly a thing. And honestly, I don't know why it's not talked about more. Mm -hmm. I think, you know what I'm talking about though. Yeah. Everybody knows what you mean when you say second puberty. Mm Mm-hmm. You, be, you you. go through puberty in, like, middle school if you're cool, late high school if you're not cool. Yeah, if you're us. <laughs> if you're us.
1: <laughs> yeah, the summer between 11th and 12th grade. Yeah, you, you go, go through, through puberty,
0: puberty right after it matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you go through puberty late enough for it to just emotionally stunt you for the rest of your life.
0: <laughs> and then you're, like, that size for, like, five years And then you're like, you go through another puberty.
1: Yeah, you finally actually hit puberty. Like, we went through puberty the first time, and it just, like, made us tall. Yeah. That was it. Yep. I still, I, like, my voice didn't change until I was, like, 26. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) I finally could grow facial hair at maybe 27. Mm -hmm. Like, before that, it came in a little bit, but, like. Dude, I could not shave for, like, three months and barely have, like, oh what God. I have now.
0: Yeah, dude. I, I didn't... Yeah, I, I'm just now getting to a point where, like, shaving is a real thing I have to, like, make a point of to
1: do. Yeah. You know? And the, I remember we, in 12th grade, in psychology class, like, I guess someone was, like, talking about shaving, Mr. Olson, was like, oh, yeah, it's annoying, like, da-da-da, and I was like, I wish I could grow facial hair, and he yeah. like, well, once you do, you're gonna hate it, because shaving sucks... Worse mm-hmm. than brushing your teeth. Like it's just the it's just the silliest activity.
0: Do you do you hate shaving more than brushing your teeth?
1: Uh kinda, yeah.
0: I kinda like it.
1: You like shaving? I do because it's um
0: it's one of the few things in life where it really makes you feel like a man. Mm. Like It's just, like, everybody brushes their teeth. Little babies brush their fucking teeth. Yeah. But, like, when you're in a mirror with the shaving cream on and, like, your towel just out the shower and, like, you're sitting there and being like, you know, if I wasn't a man, I'd be done in here. (laughs) But I'm not. (laughs) I'm a fucking man. And then you whip out the fucking blade and you're just, like, doing this. You're like, ooh. Mm. And it's, like, it kind of, like, I get annoyed when I have to do it, but once a week... I get stoked to do it, and I do it. I've never had that feeling of brushing my teeth. I've never been – I've, I've looked forward to it, but only because I was dreading it for so long that it <laughs> – I was like, I can't even bear to taste my own mouth anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the only time you're looking forward to brushing your teeth is like a morning after you forgot to brush your teeth the night before. hmm
0: yeah. You were out all night drinking, drinking – oh, and SIGs. The the fuck – oh, my God, dude. You wake up the next
1: morning with the fucking SIG. Yeah, There's just like a film all over your ugh. mouth. You're just like ugh. Yeah, dude. I want to brush my teeth. <laughs> Not the same way. Oh, I
0: was gonna say real quick about uh, we got way off topic about the Fourth of July, but I actually later that night we went to um, my cousin's fiance is like an actual crabber, like a real live crabberman. Hell oh, yeah, a waterman, a waterman,
1: a waterman, <laughs> a waterman. <laughs> That's how they say it in Baltimore. Yep.
0: And he's got a pontoon. Tune. That's how they say that in Baltimore too. A pontoon. Tune. And uh we went out to the harbor and watched the fireworks via boat.
1: Mm. And so where they're throwing out crab pots trying to get like hot un- guns un- in the water. Unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately not.
0: Uh but uh it was it was just dope, dude. I mean, like, first of all, it's cool cuz livs not from here so we're it's cool seeing the it's almost like there's so much water and i'm sitting there on the boat like his marina is in sparrow's point and you leave sparrow's point you go like around a like peninsula and then you just go and then you're in the city yeah. you're like in the key bridge and it's like via water it's it's it, you just get a whole different concept of what's going on you know and so like you're taking the boat in and the first thing you see before you get to the bridge you can see the bridge obviously because it's fucking huge but there's like this man-made like island of like cement walls all around probably about the size of this property Mm -hmm. and it's just like overgrown with like fucking like weeds and shit and i was asking bobby i was like what's that and he was like oh that was back during the war of 1812 they had all kinds of cannons mounted on that. That was like their first line of defense mm. for when the ships, the British ships came in. Um and I was like, dude, that's badass. And I, and I was like, what's on it now? And he was like, I don't know. I've been on it twice. And he said there's like rats like the size of fucking like dogs on it.
1: What the fuck?
0: It's like our very own Galapagos Island because yeah, like Jesus. N- birds can get to and from it, but yeah. like if you're a rat on that island, you just probably evolve totally different than a rat on the mainland you have no contact with the rats on the mainland does it like do they
1: swim pretty well like they can, got her, right they can swim but like why would fish they? or whatever you know because what are they eating on that little island that is the that is what uh
0: we were wondering and then i was thinking i think we talked about it before on the podcast but like you know rats
1: they eat other rats too. They eat, I guess. they eat
0: everything. They don't just eat trash. We got to remember, like, mm-hmm. human beings on, only existed for a very small portion of how long rats have existed. Humans are fairly new in the in the in, from the rats' perspective. We're like yeah. these new people that like all of a sudden just throw shit on the ground for them to eat. But like before that, what were rats eating? Were they like, what were
1: they eating? Yeah, bugs, bugs and yeah. fucking.
0: I guess they eat plants, and I guess they can literally eat anything. Yeah,
1: because they'll just eat, like, um... I know I've heard people talk about shit, like, rats eating shit in their gardens in the city and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm, sure they, I'm sure they're I'm sure they foragers, you know? I'm yeah. sure they can find food, but it's just easier to have tourists or, you know, people throw trash or give you food.
0: Yeah. Hold on, let me, let me adjust this. That was the crazy
1: word. thing in, uh... There you go in the pandemic kind of in the beginning like you'd see those videos of like i think it was one video in like thailand or something but like there was just like hordes of like monkeys that normally would get food every day people just give them food because they're cute Mm -hmm. but they were just like hungry because no one is out no one is giving food no one's throwing shit down and they were just like attacking people for food (laughs) It was kinda sick. Yeah, I remember hearing that. It looked about like that. some like plant of the ape shit, like early on.
0: Yeah, but so monkeys, they 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 become dependent, but I feel like those rats, like I kinda wanna like see one and just kinda like just I don't know. There was just something cool about the idea that there's this like untouched landmass in the middle of the river that just nobody comes and goes anymore. Yeah. You know, and they're just fucking chilling there. And so that was that was like the first thing I saw on the trip was Rat Island, <laughs> as I'm now calling it. And then, you pass onto the bridge, and then you see what I also now call the red, white, and bluey. The red, white, and blue buoy that uh, it marks the spot where Francis Scott Key uh, wrote the national anthem. And uh, that's another just fact that, not enough people know um, is that the national anthem was written in Baltimore during the War of eighteen twelve, while Francis Scott Key was a prisoner on a British ship.
1: Yeah, and if you think about it, it's not even that original of a song. He's just, silly, you know, singing about what he saw.
0: Yeah, and apparently the uh, the national anthem itself, well, a it has like five verses or something. We only sing the first one as our national anthem, but it exists. The last part. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, say, does
1: that star
0: That part. That's a great part. Mm -hmm. The whole song kind of builds up to that. Um, That last part is really what sends it home. But apparently, uh, it existed just as a poem for like. 200 years because it wasn't until 1935 that we adopted it i think as our national anthem mm. could be wrong about that was it but like
1: I'm, a popular poem beforehand though or
0: i'm sure it was popping maybe like as how popular do poems get you know like i know poems can be popular but like i'm sure it was a thing people knew of you know obviously it had to have some clout Yeah, wasn't like they were just sitting there. Like, how about this run poem from two hundred years ago? Let's make that the national.
1: Yeah, the cloud is that he wrote it like while on a ship in the harbor. While Mm -hmm. you know, it stood strong, stood strong night, and you're you're
0: watching these bombs uh,
1: bursting midair.
0: You're watching these fireworks, which are phenomenal. First of all, just to paint the picture, um, it's right we're like we're anchored in the middle of the river, about like. 100 feet from uh, fells point like where like ampersy and the horse and all that stuff is broadway pier is right there where bar casino is and like my girl cousins had to go to the bathroom um and so we were like oh shit we'll just go to a bar in fell so we like pull up in the boat just dock up on the pier hop off incredibly badass feeling yeah, i gotta say it's kind of it, chill it's it's super fucking chill like i got always
1: parking for a boat always <laughs>
0: always and like we just pull up and there's people sitting there and i'm thinking like oh there's probably some people that like might recognize me while i'm on this fucking boat looking cool <laughs> as shit
1: right now but it's also like a crabbing boat yeah so like but like
0: dude any boat you're is not
1: pulling boat. up in like a yacht or yeah anything.
0: Honestly, I, I mean, think it's, it's still chill. chiller to pull up in like a oh, it's down to little earth. fucking boat. You know, I don't want to shows you're one of the people. I want to seem like a douche when I pull up <laughs> in a boat. You know, I want to seem like I want people to be like, you know what? Even though he's on a boat, I still feel like we can relate to this guy. But I do accept that he is cooler than me. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe that I was going for. Like, I'm cooler than you. I'm not that much cooler than you. I'm a little, cool, you know.
1: But I'm on a boat,
0: you know. But we're in the same league of coolness. Maybe. We're using
1: the same bathroom.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both put our <laughs> pants on one leg at a time. Um, so I get off, and it's a surreal experience to arrive in Fells by water. Ha- by water. <laughs> yeah. So I get off, and it's like it's like vertigo. I'm like, what? The heck? Everything. I'm like, it's like I've never been here before. Yeah. And you've now never
1: I, entered Fells from that direction.
0: Yeah. And now I'm looking at people immediately with the sense of better than them. Like, I'm looking at people, I'm like, would you drive here? <laughs> would you fucking take 83, you fucking peasant? You know? It was just like, in my mind, I was thinking like, and then also it's like, how many people live here their entire lives and never see that side of it? Like, they never go down into the harbor from the bay and see, oh, there's Canton, there's Fells, there's Fed, and you just see how it's like you know, it's like, it's like stepping out of the matrix almost. Yeah. You like zoom You're out. You're
1: seeing the most poppin' parts. Yeah.
0: From like a, another dimension. Yeah. You know, from the water dimension.
1: Well, you don't like come at it from like, you don't like go through shitty parts of baltimore then you're like oh here we go where it falls
0: yep. you just see the best part yeah you're
1: just seeing like damn every spot is popping yeah and i'm on the water it's already popping
0: that's probably why the british wanted to come so bad they were like dude baltimore's sick
1: dude they saw it from the water <laughs> like we gotta go we gotta go all it is it's like
0: bars and fucking awesome places i see no reason why we shouldn't invade and also take this guy prisoner and so You know, so painting that picture, you're there. We get back on the boat. We leave. We're like, sayonara, suckers. Sit on the fucking pier like a bunch of losers watching the fireworks. We'll see you in the water. We get back on the boat, fly back out there, anchor out. And we're watching the fireworks. Spectacular show. One of the uh, best times I've ever used the word spectacular because it really hits. It was a spectacle. And it was spectacular. And uh, it, 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 like, made me like get like watery eyed a little bit like this rush of like pride that like (laughs) uh, I came by (laughs) boat this is so
1: much better than watching it from land (laughs) that was my takeaway we can be right here where the ash falls from the fireworks
0: (laughs) just fucking flaming things (laughs) flying behind me No, no, no. I had a rush of pride just like, it's not just the fact that like it's Independence Day and the fireworks symbolize, you know, the birth of a nation and blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. And like. Well, you're also watching it from where basically Francis Scott Key was. Exactly. Exactly. When the fucking anthem that's being played for the grand finale was written.
0: Mm Mm-hmm hmm
1: and that's really like, cool
0: that is cool and yeah. that's what got me because i'm sitting there thinking it's like i'm going through the words of the national anthem in my mind and i'm thinking like oh say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleam and talking about the flag mm-hmm. whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight he's talking about the battle of baltimore mm-hmm. there uh through the ramparts and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. And then then the, the fucking oh, song hits. Canada oh, say, can Canada. you see? Oh, no. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner still wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave? This man is saying, yo, I'm fucking a prisoner on this ship. There's bombs going off. They're fucking shooting down the town, trying to take over the city, trying to invade this country. But when it's all over, I look up and I see that fucking flag there and it's like, we fucking won, baby. We're still a fucking country and you're watching it and you're seeing the bombs burst in air. You're yeah. like, in a weird way, you're kind of like, this is where it was going down. And it's like, you you want more people to, to know that, especially in Baltimore. I get it if you live in Louisiana and you don't know about that, but... I guarantee you, I would be willing to bet that, that if you were to ask the average person on the street, what's the national anthem about? Who wrote it, eh? Uh, probably some people could get that. But, you know, what battle was it about? More importantly, what is the War of 1812? How many people, like, know that? You know, it's like, it's like, everybody knows the Revolutionary War. Yeah. When we signed the Declaration of Independence, and the British got, and they're like, pfft. I don't think so, pal. They come over here. We fucking team up with the Native Americans, and we're like, kicking their ass and shit, guerrilla warfare. The British are still fucking walking around in bright red. (laughs) Talk about how naive they were back in the day. We're sitting there talking about germ theory. How long did it take militaries to come up with the idea of camouflage? Yeah. I mean, literally, they did the opposite. They were like, I want everyone to see us, dude. What is the brightest, most recognizable color you couldn't hide if you wanted to? I want to be seen from England, in America. So these big, bright red coats, and then they fucking yell the, with the drummers. You got to have a drummer for Charge, some reason. It's not enough. they are coming! It's not enough. Get that, ready! That we're dressed up in flamboyant red coats. But also, I need a guy playing the piccolo and a drummer. I need to fucking be bumping music when we walk into town. And then, to icing on the cake... We're not going to like dock and fucking like hide in shit and shoot. We're going to get in one straight line. Mm-hmm. And we're going to you go, know, "Hey, what?" Ah! And then they go back to reload and the next guys come up and you're just in a fucking straight line. You don't even have to aim.
1: Yeah.
0: You just it's like what was the it's thinking so here? so fucked. I mean, literally it's insane that that's how they did it. And the Americans were like why would we do that? We don't have It was like a it was like a p- epiphany I'm imagining cuz George Washington was a general, I think, for the colonial government, so basically a general for British rule. And then when he like joined the fucking American like the fucking uh rebel side, he like knew all their fucking shit. He was like, "Dude, I think we should just not do that shit." Like we've been trying to fight the Native Americans for like 400 years. And it pisses us off that they don't do the shit we do. It's like, it's, it's, and so we're fucking hiding in trees and fucking tarring and feathering people. I mean, that's scary, dude.
1: Yeah, that's fucked up. You
0: getting tarred and feathered, you know? So all that shit, but that's the Revolutionary War. And then the British go back, they're like, fuck, man. I can't believe we just lost. What are we doing wrong? Is it the coats? Is it the drummers? Is it the flute? Is it all the rules? Is it the (laughs) rules that we made up and stick by? No one else abides by? What is happening here? And then fucking 40 years later, they're like, we're going back. And we're going to do the same fucking thing. (laughs) We're going back (laughs) and we're going to change nothing. And this time we're going to Baltimore, baby. And then... Boom, the War of 1812 was the British's attempt, re at taking back America. And we beat them again. And I could be, uh, uh, you know, totally wrong about this, but I honestly don't, I, I would be willing to say that less than uh, 50% of people, average person knows that. And I would be willing to say that only about one in uh, five people you talk to, if you were just walk down the street in Fells and asked them about all those national anthem facts, that they know that. And I think that's important. You know, I think that's important to know the history, to understand basic shit like that, you know, mm-hmm. because it's part of what m- makes you not just a Baltimorean, but an American. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Hope you guys had a happy Fourth of July. Absolutely. Ate some dogs, no? Dogs. Of the hot variety.
0: Of the hot variety. Nothing more classic than the hot dog.
1: Uh, you getting anything uh, this week, dude? Um, well, I did my little Fourth of July. I just went out to my aunt's house and chilled for a little bit.
0: Yeah, how was that? Duck soup was, it was there. Nice
1: duck soup was playing. Um, got some nice grilled chicken. My aunt and uncle make really good. Like they call it yakitori chicken.
0: Is that Japanese? It's like,
1: yeah, it's basically like kind of like a spicy teriyaki marinated chicken, and it's really good. Cool. So I had a lot of that. Um, had my fill of jazz and then got out of there. Jazz. Nothing says 4th of July like jazz. It fills you up, dude. It <laughs> fills you up quick. You got
0: teary-eyed. <laughs> the a sense of pride with Crofton's number one band <laughs> right in your aunt's
1: backyard. Exactly, dude. Um, so that was fun. Uh, kind of chill week so far. I got um a shoot coming up tomorrow in DC. Mm-hmm. Will be good. Uh, it's with some doctors doing Ooh. a little interview series. Ooh, you should tell them about germ theory, dude. We gotta talk about germ theory, <laughs> about do, See what they think. I'm gonna change the entire schedule. <laughs> They're like, tomorrow, dude,
0: dude. Listen, we still think washing your hands is gay. <laughs> <laughs> <but> <laughs> you're not recording this, right? <laughs>
1: Rules are rules. <laughs> um, and I'm oh, I went to fucking New York on Saturday. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I forgot Sunday. you had
0: your weekend
1: in New York. Yeah, I got jealous. Mm-hmm, you got to go. I had to go.
0: You had to be the last one of the podcast to be in New York.
1: Exactly. Um, well, Elizabeth had a show, so that was the main reason we. Went That's out. sick. But uh, it was for a friend, uh, Obie mcdougall that's it a is name. A is that his real ex, name? Ex-DC uh, comic. Um, now New York comic? New York comic. Obi McDougal. And it's their birthday show. And uh, they wanted Elizabeth on it, so we went up and crashed the night in Brooklyn. But obviously, right when we got up there, we got some slices. You gotta go to slices. Where'd you go? Um, NYC Pizza Suprema. Okay. It's right by... Uh, Union Station or uh, not Union Station? It's whatever the Amtrak one is called now, like Moynihan, Moynihan. Station or some shit. Okay. It's across from Penn Station. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, the slices were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then walked up Columbus Circle. Just went up Broadway. Went to Columbus Circle slash Central Park. Um, chilled out there for a little bit. Uh, they turned the ice rink in the middle of Central Park into a disco. It's kind of crazy.
0: Was it always an ice rink in the was it never an summer. ice rink? Okay. So yeah. it's
1: a disco in the summer. I think it's empty in the summer normally. Okay. But uh yeah, they set up a disco, like an entire they had like disco balls and everything. They had a big skate rink. Sick. And then I forget who it was, but I like I recognized the name and I looked it up. And they have like a pretty big like disco music star, like DJing. And they just do like disco nights. Like from in the seventies disco. Yeah that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looked sick. Um, the disco balls were at a weird height because like in the area outside of the di- skate rink, it would literally just flash you in the eye, with <laughs> beams of the sun, like every two minutes. Yeah. So like it would hit you, you'd be like, oh fuck. And then forget about it, and then all of a sudden, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of poorly planned. But no, New York's definitely a vibe. That
0: sounds like like just uh, the idea of, like, discos and stuff. Like, there are things that I kind of um, regret that don't exist anymore. Mm. And, like, I was talking to my grandfather, my papu, on my, my Greek side. And uh, he also played in a, uh, a Greek band in his day. And uh, he was talking about, like, A, like, all these clubs that exist around baltimore that like aren't there there was apparently like one where like the fucking hibachi grill is in parkville called like club venus Mm. like that was like this like huge multi-floor fucking club where like the top floor was like a private event hall for like wedding receptions and the bottom floor was like a fucking disco and shit and like it's like damn they had stuff there like Mm. they had stuff everywhere there was like he was saying all kinds of like fucking greek uh bars and shit in fells point he would play there and now like fucking abby burger or something like it's just like but like just i was talking to him about just like how and i saw a tweet about this a long time ago i didn't bother remembering it again doing the exact thing i hate um <laughs> but it was something along the lines of like uh this generation referring to like us this is younger people this is not gen z center this is just us people our age and basically
1: anybody born yeah anyone born after baby boomers yes
0: <laughs> that like when we go out we don't really go out to dance. We go out to drink, and maybe if it's the right song at the right moment, hit a couple fucking.
1: Like we like we used to go out and dance as a group, but we, we like just turned twenty one. Did we
0: really go out to dance though, dude? Did we were like, let's Kinda. go out? And- we
1: weren't dancing with anyone but ourselves. We would, we would go just, out, like, make a dance circle, and do show.: oh, yeah, yeah. in <laughs> the club. <laughs> we would do that.
0: <laughs> we would do that, but I still don't. I mean, I still don't feel like that's quite uh, the same ballpark as like back in the day. Like people
1: would like fucking. Like you're watching like Saturday
0: Night Fever, and
1: yeah, there's that's like because these- people weren't like fucking. I mean, people were fucking, but it was after a whole lot of dancing.
0: Yeah, you had to dance you first. Had to dance first. Dancing is oddly. I've always found dancing oddly sexual. Yeah, because the only time you do it is because you're like, I want to bang. Yeah, like it's okay if dancing isn't sexual, then why is it? Why would it be gay for me to just like dance with a dude? If Mm. dancing's not sexual, why can't I fucking grind with you right now? Yeah, it's sexual, dude. Don't try to fucking tell me dance isn't sexual. And so you go out there. And it's basically like a fucking uh, screening. It's like a job interview for sex. Yeah. It's like, all right, like when I do this with my hips, what do you do? And like, you're just like, I fucking do this. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, okay, I see, I see. You. What if I do fucking this? You're like, I fucking do that. You know? <laughs> and you're like, you know what? We should fuck. I like your vibe, dude. That doesn't happen anymore. Now it's like, if I fucking get you shot. What are you gonna do? She's like, I fucking drink it. You're
1: like, we should fuck.
0: (laughs) It's like, it's different.
1: uh, We could do shots in my place if we want.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's just, there's something missing here. There's something missing here. It doesn't. Dancing. (laughs) We don't dance anymore, dude. That's the problem. And that was kind of the tweet. It was something along the lines like, we lost our way when bars became more about drinking and less about dancing. And, and I got I to gotta agree with that because I've benefited from it because I'm a terrible dancer. But also, maybe I wouldn't be if I had to be a better dancer. Yeah, if you like, just,
1: you've been dancing for the last like nine years of drinking, you're going to get <laughs> pretty good at yeah. it.
0: If every time I had a beer, if instead I was dancing, Think of how much better everything would be. Yeah. You know. So it's like maybe if dancing was a prerequisite to all these other things and perhaps we'd all be better at it. But it just it just seemed like it was just more fun. And 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 like so I like the idea of discos. I like the disco ball. I like the fucking light-up floors, you know? That's cool. Mm-hmm. And like at some point we just slowly just fucking got away from it. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. To the point where now it's like, yeah, we just Fucking got it. This guy's playing this song and whatever. Last call. Get the fuck out. It's like, all right, dude. Like, I don't know. But uh, I was lamenting that. And so I think uh, maybe, and and the disco ball is such a cool invention. I'm surprised it went away.
1: I'm surprised there's not like a more modern application of disco ball technology. Mm -hmm. Like, that'd be a big market. Or even a modern lava lamp. I feel like a lava lamp, but just in a new shape, would be cool and probably big. Mm -hmm. These are things that we should get. We should Mm -hmm. get a lava lamp. I always liked
0: lava lamps, you know? Mm -hmm. I never quite understood them. And uh, I think maybe if I owned one, I would probably get to the crux of it faster. But a disco ball is just mirrors. Yeah. That's not very high tech. It's not high tech at all. But it's cool, Mm -hmm. you know? So... That sounds fun though, dude. Disco and Central Park. Maybe it'll maybe it'll come back. Maybe this is the cycle we're talking about. You know, maybe this is like the fucking we're gonna go back to like that kind of shit. People dressed cooler. I watched um The Black Phone this week, movie talk. Now that discount Tuesday, it's the cinemark. I'm watching movies every fucking week now, baby. Ooh. So I watched The Black Phone, good movie. Great movie. Um it's about a bunch of, like, middle schoolers, kind of. Uh, I've never seen Stranger Things, but I'm gathering that it kind of has those type of vibes, maybe. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that just because it's the main characters are kids.
1: Yeah, would you say it's giving Stranger Things? It's
0: giving... <laughs> it's definitely giving Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> and uh, there's, like... It's just the classic, like, you know, there's a fucking abductor that's, like, taking kids. Classic. Classic. I mean, Every classic. movie has one. You know? And, um just cool and like slightly supernatural and slightly you know fucking psychological but also yeah, like just I saw like, the
1: trailer it's like the kid gets abducted and the phone is all the kids who've been abducted by the guy or something Oh,
0: I didn't know that they gave that much away in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I was holding on to that in my pocket. I was like <laughs> I'm not going to tell you guys about Look, this there's this movie called The Black Phone. I'm not going to get into like what's in the room. <laughs> my <Me laughs> mom like there's a fucking black phone. <laughs> in the room (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) Eric you blew it for all the potential viewers. (laughs) but yes there's a black phone that uh you know whatever great movie um and it's based in the 70s and I think that adds a lot to it because just like when you watch uh like Seinfeld or something from like a different time period where like entire episodes and entire issues that they have would not have happened if they had the technology we have now. There's certain things about this movie that you're looking at, it's like, okay, this is a 70s problem. But also the majority of it is something everybody can relate to. I just think it's cool that like the they just looked cooler. Like the type of shirts people wear, like I in high school, I had some of like my dad's shirts from when he was like my age at the time, like these cool polos, and they were like tighter fitting and like big ass collars. And I was like, these are kind of dope. Like why don't there's not as much I was thinking about this even at the gym today, just thinking about, like, all the, like, different t- crazy, like, sideburns people had and, like, the mutton chops, different, like, big mustaches. And, like, people were so much more experimental, I feel like, with their look, like, big flashy collars and fucking bell bottoms and fucking cool-ass facial hair. And it's like, you know, I like, these things were in style, and I'm thinking, like, what's in style now? Like, a fucking just a beard or not a beard? That's it? Just those are the two fucking styles we have now. Like, where's the fucking flash, baby? Like, this is what I'm talking about. These are all things that happen to a generation that dances. Yeah. Like people that are fucking dancing. They're like, <laughs> if I'm fucking dancing, I gotta have at least like something going on. Everybody's
1: dancing. Yeah. I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I gotta and, get the chops.
0: Yeah, now it's not and now it's just enough to dance. Back then it was like, dude, I gotta have fucking fucking cool leather pants. Of and course shit. I'm dancing. <laughs> of, course, of course, Everybody's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Think I want to be the only one not dancing? Yeah. So yeah, the '70s. I'm I'm kind of I'm jealous of the '70s in in a lot of ways. I'm sure they're jealous of us for a lot of reasons. Yeah, those people from the '70s. But yeah, dude, fucking good stuff.
1: Yeah. Anything and else you wanted to cover? Fucking, uh, so yeah, spent the night in Brooklyn. Woke up. Uh, hit the hit a old cemetery in uh, in New York in Brooklyn. I think it was like the Green something cemetery the green goblin the green goblin cemetery uh very old cemetery like the layout is crazy Mm -hmm. Uh, i was like when you know brooklyn wasn't that much of a residential neighborhood Mm -hmm. uh but i think we were telling you at the legion on fourth of july but there's a pack of parrots oh yeah just live in the cemetery and they've lived there for a long ass time and no one knows how they got there, but they're thriving. They're mm-hmm. surviving. Yep. They built a fucking nest in like this crazy, like Gothic arch that's at the beginning of the cemetery. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's New York, baby. It's New York, baby. Melting pot. All things New York melting pot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fucking birds came
0: here with a dream to live in a cemetery. I, we were still thinking about the <laughs> fucking story about the fucking parrot that your aunt had or whatever. It's like, Let me in, please. (laughs) (laughs) They'd leave him out in the cold all year round, and he was so desperate. Not only did he learn English, but he learned manners. (laughs) (laughs) Please let me in. Let me in. Please. I've transcended evolution. Let me in.
1: (laughs) Necessity is the mother of all invention, dude. Um, But yeah, on our way out of New York uh we had been talking about getting dim sum the whole trip and we tried going to this uh chinese restaurant in brooklyn uh on saturday night but uh they didn't have like any dumplings for dinner like it was all mainly just like dim sum is a brunch thing up there what is dim sum just like you know uh steam baskets of dumplings oh, like that's soup awesome. dumplings or like you know shumai Uh, Shumai, what's that? Just regular old pork dumplings. Shumai is like shrimp dumplings, but it's the way they wrap it, it looks like a little cylinder, and then the top is exposed with the filling. Okay. Yeah. I love dumplings, dude. Dumplings are amazing, Mm -hmm. and that was the reason we were like, we got to get dim sum. Mm -hmm. So on our way out, we were like, okay, this place, it's like a 20-minute walk from the train station. Let's go there on our way out, and then we'll have like a snack on the train. Um, get there. They're like, all right, it's gonna be ten minutes, and we're like waiting, 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 waiting. Um, our train's at like two o five. It's like a fifteen minute ride down there, and it's like two forty five, and our dumplings still aren't ready. And we're like, fuck. Mm. So like, I go in. They're like, I have five more minutes. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna call an Uber. He's gonna be here in five minutes. Like, if he gets here and it's not done, we just gotta go. Damn uh and i was like that's worst case scenario yeah and what do you know worst case scenario <laughs> oh, uber comes, no. i walk in and i'm like hey i don't know if my order's ready yet if not i'll just take whatever is ready because i got a i had a car pull up and i just need to go and they're like oh fuck like they looked pissed but what do you know my order is apparently done they brought it out everything was golden we get in the uber it's uh 250 at this point <laughs> we take the uber down to Moynihan station it's like 203 oh, we shoot. pull up he's like hey do you want me to drop you off here there's like an entrance we're like thank fucking god we didn't yeah. know that yeah it's like a full you know it, the uber wanted to take us to the front of the building we're like the back corner so we would have had to go two more blocks to get to it that would have been like six minutes in new york yeah he gets us off two forty three, two forty four. I think at this point we're running into the train station. See all the signs. We're like, all right, track ten. Run down there, down the escalator. Like we hear them being like, last call for oh, shoot eighteen to New or uh, to Dulles or whatever the fuck. Run down the fucking escalator. The fucking train starts going. No way. Yeah. It was rough. Did you like movie style chase after the train? No, because I was just like, I'm stop not. The train! I can't do that. <laughs> they're not going to stop it. Uh, <laughs> I know for a fact they're not going to stop it. So I'm just like sweating geez. in the empty station now. We're like, <sighs> I'm just like, ugh, defeated. But the so only thing the that saved that? me was when I booked the Amtrak tickets. On checkout, they're like, hey, do you want to buy insurance? It's like twenty bucks. I was like, you know what? I'll get it. Came in clutch, dude. Went right upstairs, went to the ticket booth. They're like, okay, yeah, they're on the next train in an hour. Genius. Beautiful.
0: Absolute fucking genius, Absolutely
1: dude. Absolutely lucked into that one. So I'm assuming then because the... Because <laughs> the train tickets, we bought them kind of close to our trip. And they were pretty expensive. I was like, we probably could have flown in for about the same amount What's of the money. price What's the price? Dude, it was at? like... um. I think it was, like, about 150 a person. For just a train? Yeah. And that was just one way. Oh, my. Yeah, it was it was crazy. One way? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? It was, like, I think it was, like, about 600 for the tickets. But, like, we had a place to stay up there for free, so it was kind of, like, all right, we'll yeah. eat the cost. I don't want to drive up. Like, I I definitely would have preferred, you know, not paying that much, but obviously. I yeah. didn't also want to drive up and then, like, I was like, maybe we can drive up and park in Long Island and go on the ferry like we did last time, but I was like, I'm not fucking doing that.
0: Yeah, but you know what's I'd weird? just
1: get dropped off right in the middle of everything.
0: Yeah, because um, I was, luckily, with my situation, Liv's parents live just 20 minutes outside of New York, so, like, we went to their house and then uh, the original plan was uh for them to drive us into the city, so it all kind of just worked out. Yeah. But, like, you know, ever since uh, the the past couple times I've gone to New York City before this most recent time, I had uh, well the first two times I had driven, and uh, the the third time I took the bus up, and the bus just
1: yeah, the just bus is like sucks. It just sucks. Like it's just it's just, just like some, like fun, either crazy people or just people with no like sense of oh I'm on the bus I shouldn't like. Cut my nails right now, yeah. or like get a massage on my bare foot, <laughs> or like yeah,
0: it's just these baseline stuff just does not apply on the bus. Just baseline human decency, yeah.
1: And it's just cramped, and it's just, cramped. Uh, there's so many stops. On man, no. And then they, you have to go to this rest stop like twice for no yeah. reason.
0: But you know, the more. You think about it. I, first of all, I was not aware that a train one way per person is in that 150 range. That is, it was impossibly unreal.
1: And that, those were like the cheaper options too. I think we also, you know, got price gouged because it was like Fourth of July weekend. Mm. We bought them like three days in advance. Um, I bet if we bought them like day of, they might have been cheaper or Mm -hmm. like a month out, they would have been the cheapest. But yeah, no, like, it the, still couldn't
0: have been that much cheaper, though. It's probably still oh, above yeah, 100 Oh, yeah, still like 100 bucks. or that's, something. That's a lot, dude. Like, just to take a train and, like, I don't know. But, you know, what we did... I mean, it was still fun. Oh, yeah. Apparently, when Lucas took the train, he said they had, like, a bar on the train. I was like, mm-hmm. if they have a bar on the train, like, I that's cool. Like, yeah, I could just train sit is there. the comfortable. Like, I'm at a bar and just, oh, we're in Baltimore. Okay, cool. I'll close my tab. Whatever. Like, that's fucking sweet. I kind of wanted to do that. Um... But Liv talked me out of it. But mm-hmm. like what we did the time when we went up with like Mahetti and Scott, like in 2017, that was we we parked in Staten Island just on the fucking street and took the ferry. That wasn't that bad.
1: No, it wasn't that bad. But like we were this was like something we learned when we were in uh, Germany, when we went to Dresden for one like uh, a couple days. We got there and we had an Airbnb, but we didn't check in until like 4 Mm p.m we got into town at like 12 and it was like 100 degrees we had all of our luggage with us for like four hours just walking around and it was brutal so we're like all right we don't want to repeat that yeah so uh yeah that was the main reason for the train too yeah we're like we don't want to fucking walk up from the fucking the ferry, like walk from the parking garage to the ferry, ferry to the train station, mm-hmm. and then have to be on the subway with all of our shit. Yeah, as we you just get, had backpacks and you know went on the train. And, yeah, you guys only ever one, only one night, one yeah. night. Yeah.
0: As that. you get older, you slowly start to appreciate the like that, like yeah, you can save money by cutting this corner and that corner, but at the end of the day, it always winds up biting you in the ass, and that's why ever you never see any fucking old people fucking taking a bus up there with full luggage and walking around the city. And it's like, people at a certain point, you have a certain standard of just what how you want to exist. And it's like, you know just what? It's like, like being comfortable.
1: I remember that. was fir- the other thing too where I was like, the next time we come up here, we're getting our own like <laughs> yeah. hotel or whatever. You be comfortable, you know? Yeah.
0: And like, yeah, I remember the first time I went up there with Scott. I, I, I can't even believe this because it's so difficult for me to imagine a time when I thought like this. But I remember we we purposefully took a route that we avoided every toll Mm -hmm. and it makes the trip like an hour longer it wound up taking us into fucking camden new jersey where like we fucking almost got carjacked like literally like people tried to open the door and we like drove away i've told that story before but like like you're taking all these steps and then it's like then you realize at a certain point you're like oh wait um Maybe if we didn't have to do all that, if somebody came out to me now and said, "Hey, would you have liked to not almost get carjacked, not add an hour to your trip, blah 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 blah, for an extra twenty bucks?" Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's twenty bucks. Yeah, let's exactly. undo all that, and then and then it slowly like whittles away, and that's why you get to a point where now it's like uh, with the, your ticket situation is a perfect example because it's like you have learned enough from traveling that like shit doesn't always go exactly how you think it's going to go you're in an unfamiliar area and like yeah there's a chance that you might you know you're relying on ubers and public transportation to get you around you might not get to the spot on time and like Mm -hmm. okay it's you pay an extra 20 bucks you know and if the tickets were cheaper it might have been worth it to chance it but if you would have had to pay another three hundred dollars oh yeah
1: that's why I inevitably got the insurance cuz I was like I'm not paying that again.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's a fucking six kicks in the nuts right there if that yeah, would have happened. Oh my god. That would have been brutal. So, I would have been
1: like, "All right, where's the next fucking mega bus, yeah, dude?" Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: So that's the kind of shit that happens when you get older and like, you know, like my my big thing recently for every city but New York. This does not apply to New York City because of how awesome the subway system is. Uh, but for every other city, you f- that you don't drive to where you have your own car. I cannot recommend enough getting a rental car. Like mm-hmm. it seems like it's going to be a lot like, Oh shit, I'm dropping $300 for the weekend just to have this car. But then you start thinking about, then it opens up so much more shit. You actually get to exist as a real person in the city. Like, you know, when you, first of all, not even getting to the money side of it yet, but just the, the fucking logistical, just everyday shit. You don't really have the ability to just kind of drive around, go wherever you're feeling at any given moment. Oh, you, maybe you thought you wanted to do dinner here, but you pull up and it's not really the vibe. So you're like, I don't know, let's drive around, see if you like, like all that disappears when you're relying on fucking Ubers and buses the whole time. You don't, you don't call an Uber and be like, oh, where's your destination? Oh no. Can you just like drive around for fucking an hour while, you know, I talk? About shit and look at shit with my girlfriend, and then maybe we'll eventually pick something and it'll be have been a hundred and twenty dollar ride. Like, you don't do that. Like, when you're everything's gotta be like, you gotta know what you're doing before you even do it. Yeah. So, like, especially for people like us, it's like, that's not my vibe. I don't do that at home. Why the fuck? I don't do that at home where I know everything, where everything is, and however, I know my favorite restaurants, I know my favorite places to drink and go out and where my friends all live. And I still don't fucking know half the time what i want to do an hour from now i'm gonna to go to fucking miami never been to fucking florida in my entire life and now i'm gonna be like oh yeah i'll just fucking uh yeah this place over here that i just googled and it had more stars than this other place sure take me there and my whole night is dependent on this being a good pick it's like no mm-hmm. get a fucking rental car because then you get to the money aspect and it's like dude you're talking you know fucking a a, a 20 minute drive like even in baltimore which is cheaper than obviously than New York and fucking Miami when it comes to Ubers. Towson to fucking Fell's Point, which is like,
1: was it like forty bucks? Yeah,
0: and and on a busy night it could be. I've seen it. I've seen it be eighty on New Year's Eve and stuff like oh, that. Bet, like it's a lot. I bet even more. <laughs> and it's a twenty-minute drive, and like twenty minutes in a big city is like New York. Twenty-minute drive could be fucking like like you said, fucking a couple blocks or something like that. Like mm-hmm. twenty minutes is not a lot of time to be spending fifty dollars every time you want to fucking go somewhere and it's like okay dude so you're paying uh fifty dollars one way or let's say it's fucking average cost of a trip is 15 bucks one way so that's thirty dollars every place you go going back you know if you're there for fucking four days you're going all kinds of places that easily racks up and even if it doesn't get up to exactly how much you would have spent on the rental car like let's say you spend 200 in ubers but you would have spent 300 on a rental. That extra $100 that you dropped just to have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want and not have to sit around. and, Oh, it says he's over here. Oh, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, he's on the other side of the building. Okay, one second, dude. Yeah. All that shit. Fuck all that shit. Yeah. Get a fucking rental car. It, all these. And here's the other thing that my, my, uh, after my dad heard the story, um, cause we, we, the first time we went up to New York, That whole time with Scott, where we almost got carjacked and stuff, that was to do Marissa's radio show tucked in with Marissa and Greg. Greg, of course, being a big-time Broadway producer now. um, But they had a radio show when they were in college together, and we came up to do a little, or I came up to do, like, a little interview and, uh, like, music performance or whatever. And he was like, Jim, all these prices that you see, when you see something that's priced a certain way, that's because somebody has already sat there and thought out Exactly how much money that's worth. Like when you see a toll for eight dollars, it's because people have sat there and gone, "Okay, how much can we charge where the average person would still rather pay this toll than avoid this toll?" Eight bucks. Okay. How how much this train? How much? Why why are the trains to New York one fifty? Because of your alternatives. Okay, we could probably charge about twice as much as the bus because we're way more convenient. Um, And then we could also, how much would it cost a person to drive up here? Well, let's see. If you're coming from, you know, three, two-hour drive, how much is parking in New York? You're paying $100 a night. Okay, boom. We can charge $150 because it's still a better deal than an alternative. So, like, whenever you see these things and you think you're going to outsmart some fucking system by being like, I'm not going to pay a toll. I'm going to fucking do this. No, you're not because this has already been thought out. So you see a fucking toll, pay it because trust me, you're either going to, you're going to, either going to follow my advice now, our advice now, or you're going to fucking learn the hard way. It makes, it makes sense. It just makes sense. So I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed about this insurance story you told me. Yeah. There's nothing more, there's no more of a great feeling than when you have that insurance policy. Cause I don't often get it for, Uh, I
1: never get it,
0: but there's certain things that like, I will like, you know for instance when i got my phone i got the insurance policy on it and when i lost it when it was stolen um i remember there was a part of me that was like fuck this but then there was also a part of me be like wait a second it's not that big of a deal cuz like all my shit is like synced up to the cloud so i'm not losing any data mm-hmm. and i have the policy lost or stolen or broken so i can just go to AT&T and they'll be like okay here's a phone for like supremely discounted price and that's a good feeling. So it It's not as devastating when something happens like yeah, that, yeah. you know. So it's worth it. And sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose. In this case, you beat out the train company for for two hundred eighty bucks. Exactly. You got them. You got over on them.
1: You know. So. It was a win-win. We win. Yeah, man. But yeah, other than that, um, I gotta fucking uh, I gotta go to Idaho next week for another shoot. Potatoville. Potato land up in the Sun Valley. You ever been? Uh we went last year to the oh, same okay. spot. So, it'll be cool. Is it like uh, flat and pretty good gray or green or what color? Is it in black and white out it's there? It's in uh it's in the mountains of Idaho, which Ooh. I didn't know there were the last time I went. But now I get to tell a friend. Boom. That there are mountains <laughs> in Idaho. It's not just all flat. I assumed it was going to be flat. And just all potato farms. Yeah. Is that
0: Idaho's like state motto? Like, come visit us, so you know what we look like. <laughs> 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 That's Listen, really everyone
1: it. talks shit about us being flat, but we got some curves out here in yeah, Idaho. Yeah. We're voluptuous state. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like a. Uh, it's at like this resort in uh, Sun Valley. I think this company does like a conference there every year. Um, so we're gonna be filming some of that, and then you know checking out. The restaurant life in Sun Valley. Um, Two good spots last year I want to go back to.
0: Is the Sun Valley where Boise is? Because I know Boise is their biggest city, and I believe their capital. So I I
1: think it's like three hours out because I think we're flying into Boise on Sunday, and then we're taking like a rental car up to Sun Valley. We flew into Sun Valley last Mm -hmm. year, but what we had to do was we flew to Boise, and then they put us on a little like... You know, one mm-hmm. of those tiny little planes that yeah. go into the Sun Valley Airport, which only had like two gates. They had two gates and like one TSA line.
0: Oh, so yeah, I'm it was, imagining like. a super
1: like, small airport. That's
0: how probably like the Ocean City, I feel like Ocean City has an airport and like. Yeah. So I, I think it'd be interesting to fly in there once mm-hmm. just to kind of see it. Cause like that's, I'm imagining that's the vibe of like where you, cause yeah. I, obviously, small Boise, airports
1: I, I, are fucking crazy. It, like, doesn't feel real.
0: Yeah. It's... I, that is the cool... Speaking of just, like, like s- cities in these, like, kind of, like, obscure states, I guess. N- no offense, but just, like, Idaho kind of, like, being the m- fucking mountain region. Like, it's not a state you particularly think of for, like, poppin', there's uh, things going on, whatever. Um, but, like, that's something that you learn when you travel is, like, you have this uh, image of, like... Just like Nebraska, for instance. Like if mm. I say Nebraska, everybody's going to picture like fucking just long, flat roads and cornfields and shit like that. But then when you do traveling, you go out there and you're like, yeah, that's that. But then I went to Omaha, they're like city. And I've never been to Omaha, Nebraska, so I, I could be wrong. But my experience has always been like a city is a city. Yeah. Like if you go to Omaha, Nebraska, there's like cool shit to do. There's popping bars. There's fucking a, a great nightlife. There's people that are proud to live there. There's bumpers to keep Omaha flat or whatever, like stupid fucking <laughs> shit. And like people are like, yeah, man, we're like in the Omaha music scene, like stuff like that. Like a city is a city. And like I kind of had that realization when I went out to Frederick because like when we were driving back from my gig in Gaithersburg, we took like the long way home. Um, To avoid the toll uh, Which was like two fucking bucks But I just wanted to take a different way home Because it, it was a nice night And uh, we took 270 up Which kind of took us directly up Connected where 70 hits Frederick And uh, I was like oh fuck it let's drive into Frederick And just check it out I I had been to Frederick before, like, I was telling you on the 4th, but, like, I literally thought that I had played it like, a fucking VFW hall, which is essentially, like, their American Legion. It was, like, I literally just thought the whole city was that. Like, just a fucking desert wasteland, and then, like, a fucking American Legion. And then I, like, went into the downtown area. I'm seeing these cool townhouses, nice restaurants, bars, and stuff. like, it just, it just kind of, like, opens your mind a little bit. You're like, okay, like, Frederick's a cool city. Like, in some weird way I could see, I could imagine myself living here and not being depressed about it. Like Mm -hmm. people walk, people our age walking down the street with their dogs, like cool hip people. Like you're like, okay. And like, I feel like that's, that's something that you only learn when you, uh, just get out and go around Get out of your bubble, get out of your bubble. It's like, Oh wait, like, you know, this is probably how people think of Baltimore sometimes. You like, you, Baltimore is not thought of as this major, major high-profile city. We're a major city, but, like, to someone who's not from here, to someone who lives in New York or somebody who lives in L.A. or Chicago or one of those, like, big cities, they probably think of Baltimore the same way we think of fucking, uh, fucking Boise. I'm like, Maryland, Baltimore, what's going on there? Is there anything going on there? And then they come here, and it's like, this sucks. Really? <laughs> <They leave. laughs> but, yeah, that, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, but other than that, you know, pretty chill week. Um, yeah, man, fucking
0: Idaho. I'm going to fucking Ocean City tomorrow Ooh. with uh, Dom and and Lucas. Our uh, it looks like, unfortunately, our our Ocean City trip for our group of friends might not uh, transpire this year. Unfortunately, just because it's just too difficult to sync everything up. But yeah, I still I still have hood dreams of of doing something else like doesn't have to be in the summer, but, like, we can coordinate something. I think it would be fun.
1: you know? Yeah, it would be cool to do a trip. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's,
0: like, with Ocean City, not to get too uh, clothes boxed in, but,
1: like, just, like, you know, Ocean City. Yeah, we City, can do something else. We've done yeah. Ocean City, uh, you know, more times than my hands can count. And
0: we're thinking it's going to be, like, way more expensive. And it's, like, well, Ocean City is not exactly cheap. Like, no. a fucking hotel in Ocean City is expensive in the summer. Like... It's probably gonna cost just as much to get a hotel anywhere, basically. The only added expense would be uh fucking travel. And it's like if it's drivable, it's like negligible. It's like mm-hmm. we're gonna Oh, a tank of gas, ten people can't split a fucking like come on. Yeah, exactly. It's just stupid. So like whatever. But that's that if you're listening to this, you don't care. So anyway, <laughs> uh I'm gonna have fun at the beach. I, I might you're going I'll we'll probably well, do I'll a podcast before Idaho. Idaho, right? That's next um, weekend.
1: No, I leave on Sunday. Okay. Then. so But I'll be back Thursday. Okay, cool. So we can either do... Depending on when I get in Thursday, I also might go to Liz's show that night. She's headlining. Okay. At a Old Line Whiskey or something. Old Line Brewery. Where's that? Um, I think it's downtown. I'll pull okay, the poster cool. real quick. I'll shout that out real quick.
0: Well, in that case, folks, you know we'll see you next week regardless. um, Plugs for me this weekend... Nothing. I'm going to be in Ocean City this weekend. Um, Next week, I will be at Perennial, just like I am every Tuesday from 5 to 8.30 in Towson. Uh, Wednesday, I'll be back at the horse uh, for my new schedule of every other Wednesday. Um, So I didn't do yesterday, but this Wednesday is an on week. So I'll be at the horse Wednesday, July 13th from 9.30 to close with the venerable Jason Heiser. I will be at the all-new Palm in Federal Hill on Thursday, July 14th, 7 to 10. That's where the old social used to be. It's right on Cross Street. Cool thing. Uh, it's Palm. And then on the 16th, Saturday the 16th, I will be at Lost Ark Distillery for their rum release party with a modified sophomore. Joe Niehaus will not be there. He's in Boston or something like that. I don't know where the fuck he's gone. Probably not Boston. I think that was last month. Um, but I'll be there what? with John Burkhart. <laughs> Let me in, please. <laughs> I'll be there with John Burkhart and Connor uh, Fucking Johnson. I think. Nice. I can't remember his last name from uh, Thunder from Club. Thunder Club. The basis Thunder Club. We'll be there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Saturday, July sixteenth, six to nine at Lost Ark Distillery in Columbia, and then Sunday, July seventeenth, Nacho Mamas in Towson, one to four, a little brunch action baby oh and i might you know maybe depending if the weather's nice i might be at ampersie on friday the 15th uh six to nine if it's sunny i'll be there if it's not i won't so you know we'll see hell yeah what you got coming up
1: um i don't have shit coming up but i brought it up so i might as well plug it legitly um i think i'm coming home this night and I might be at this show. It might be a little early, though. I, I don't know what my flight's looking like. But at Old Line Spirits, uh, they're having a whiskey and stand-up show where Elizabeth is headlining. So go check that out. Uh, July 14th, Thursday. Uh show is at 7.30. And some other great people on the lineup, Jessica Murphy Garrett, Bill Monahan. You're going to be getting a good show. Todd Fleming's on it. Not to be confused with Bill Moynihan. The train station. In New York. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> um, can't believe he got that after SNL. They named yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> train station after. <laughs> Great skits. Um, but yeah, July fourteenth at Old Line Spirits, two hundred South Janey Street, Baltimore, Maryland. Check it out. Interesting. Uh, yeah. At Edgar Glaser on everything though. At LFTS podcast on everything.
0: Yeah. At Jimmy Selesky. At Sophomore MD. Uh, Until next week, folks. Peace. Peace.